We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this the black sheep sticking it to him. I need a crib like I'm Gatsby. I need it in hand. Just understand my pockets that deep. With nothing to prove, I ain't got nothing to do. And it can't compete, and I got nothing to lose. Ah, yes, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. I'm your host, Nick Dayas. At Nick Dayas 10, as you can find me, all things Veterans Minimum are at Veterans Minimum and VeteransMinimum.com. Before we get started on today's solo episode, Got a lot of housekeeping notes and some really cool and exciting announcements. A lot of it thanks to you guys that are watching the show. But before we get started, big ups to the members of the Patreon. Support for Veterans Minimum comes from patreon.com slash veterans minimum. Abel Resin, Ben Coltsian, Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, Derek Plates, Jerry Shapiro, shouts to Jerry. Jordan Riley, Mike Wozniak, Nick Crummage, and Thomas Robinson. Thank you all for your contributions to the Patreon. It goes a long way. And the winners of the merch last month, the merch is on the way right now. Just got it finalized. And you guys should be getting it within the next couple of weeks or days, I should say. So there's a lot to get to before we get to the fun stuff at the end of the show. But we are running the NFL contest once again this year after what we did last year where we gave away a bunch of money this year, we're doing it again. So it's open for people to enter. All you got to do is this. You need to pledge to the Patreon for the 20 or $40 tier, at least one time between July, August and September before week one for you to be eligible. I'd prefer it. If you do it a couple of days before week one, so we'd be able to send you the link to get into the contest. Last year, we gave away $1,000. We're going to do that again this year. And if we hit a certain amount of people that enter it, we might even do some fun shit and have one of you guys or the winner of this contest come out to Vegas for a weekend in the springtime, put you guys up in one of the hotels out here, probably this hotel out here, I would say, and have you guys have fun in Vegas and maybe even come on the show like we had Nick Chavez come on the show a couple of months ago, which was really, really dope. So it's going to be a, actually, let me have you guys decide. What would you guys want the NFL contest to be this year? Do you guys want it to be a survivor contest? Those of you who are not familiar with survivor contest, eliminator contest, suicide pools, you basically pick one team just to win 
each week, last man standing. However, once you use that team, i.e. say you use the Kansas City Chiefs week one against the Lions, you no longer have the right to use the Kansas City Chiefs the rest of the year. So there's a lot of strategy to it. There's many methods of victory for a lot of you that like to do these contests. Some people like to just survive in advance. Other people like to strategize and say, you know what? I'm going to save the Chargers for that home game against the Houston Texans in December. But then again, others might say, I might not even get that far. So we could do a survivor contest or we could do the NFL pick them contest, which is basically what I'm going to be doing this year. What I did last year with a lot of the other sports books out here in Vegas and some contests that I did were basically what the Patreon perk is during the football season where you get the five picks that I put in my contest myself. Those are the picks that I'm putting into these contests. I'm giving them out on Patreon also. So it could be one of two things. It could be the survivor contest if you guys would like, or it could be the five games against the spread best record at the end of the year ends up winning. So hit us up, hit us up, get in contact with me, get in contact with veterans minimum and let us know what you guys would like. And again, it's the 20 or $40 tier. You just need to do this just one month between July, August and September. And you'll see, there's a lot of cool shit on the Patreon. We're giving away merch. We're giving away shout outs. We're giving away a bunch of shit. We're not really giving away shout outs. We're kind of giving out shout outs, but yeah, man, um, there's some exciting times. I'm really excited for where the show is at. I'm really happy with the growth of the show. As you guys know, we're coming up on the, the eight year anniversary of veterans minimum, and it'll be the ninth NFL preview show. So we're already starting to gather some of the notes for this one. And, you know, uh, the new wrinkle for what VM is going to evolve to and what veterans minimum is going to become is we're going to start doing the show live on YouTube. So if you don't follow us on YouTube, head over to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash veterans minimum, subscribe, toggle the notifications. You'll be able to watch the show live in this magnificent studio as we're recording it. You know, you, you guys know, I don't like to edit. And there's been talks with a lot of people in the studio that have said, you know what, dude, why don't you just go live on your YouTube channel? You don't really do any do-overs. You don't really have to do something again. You don't really have to go ahead and restart. Right? It's, it hasn't happened. Um, there's so many times where someone like Brian or even Antoine in the control room, the audio and the video guy, the, the head audio and video guy here at the studio, they'll be like, hey man, you want to do that again? And I'm like, nah, it's cool. It's cool because there's just a level of authenticity and you know, we're, we're not perfect. I mean, clearly. Right. We're definitely not perfect and we never claim to be. So that's why a lot of the stuff, we kind of leave that shit in there and uh, the bloopers and all that. We kind of just leave it in. Careful. So I'm thinking about not thinking this is going to be the next evolution where we're going to be going live at a certain time for the Monday show that we've been doing for years, many years. And then the Thursday show will still be a Thursday show. However, that show is going to be live on Wednesdays because fun fact, for those of you that might have not known or maybe you're, you're new to the show, we record the Thursday NFL show during the football season on Wednesday. We put it out Thursday. So you'll be able to go to the YouTube channel on a Wednesday. We'll figure out exactly when the time will be roughly. 
I'll tell you it's it's around 2 to 4.30 p.m. Pacific time is when I got the studio locked down for Veterans Minimum here at the Win. We'll be going live, and then you'll be able to watch the show live, and then you won't need to wait for the audio to come out on Thursday. So we're just adding some new shit to the program, getting some new co-hosts on here, a lot of which through the last couple of months, I think you guys have been able to catch on as to who might be a co-host. They're making more appearances on the show, getting some really good feedback from a lot of them. And we're just evolving, man. We're adding we're adding cool shit. We're adding new shit. We're going to become more segmented too, have some more fun with it. You know, mix in some pop culture, mix in some society and culture, mix in some just some fun topics. You know, I want to make the show fun and it's been fun and just adding new stuff. And of course, when it comes to the betting stuff, you guys know where it's at. You guys know where it's at. So yeah, man, just been, uh, you know, I'm really, I'm really grateful and, uh, I'm really happy. And, you know, I haven't had a chance to really take the time to thank everyone that listens to the show. Um, honestly, since I moved here and over the last couple of weeks, it's become more and more apparent, um, just how lucky I am, dude. And I, and you guys know how I am. I'm not really saying this to like stroke my ego or to, to be something I'm not, but you know, my parents came and visited a couple of weeks ago and they were out here and it was cool to be able to, you know, take them out to a nice place to eat and just like, you know, bring them over to the studio, check out the studio, just see the growth of everything and, and hearing from them. You guys know how close I am with my family and, you know, having to move so far away from them has been challenging, but also it's everything I wanted. And a lot of that has to do with all of you that listen, uh, you guys are having, you guys are making me live a life that I wanted to live from day one when I started creating content. And if anyone remembers, if you guys have been listening long enough, the first thing I ever said was, I don't want to flip eggs anymore. It became funny. It became cute. And, you know, a couple of ha-has and hee-hees. But that was really the main goal, dude. My dad has a coffee truck in New York City. Wakes up to this day at 2.30 in the morning to go out there. And I just wasn't for me. I love it. I appreciate it. I'm going to get a tattoo one day that's going to pay homage to it or homage to it. But that wasn't for me, man. And all of you guys that listen to this show, listen to my content through the good, the bad, the ugly, the legendary, all that shit. You guys are having, you guys are making a lot of shit possible for me. And I am eternally grateful. And I hope to one day be able to repay you all with that. And that's why I just continue to add some cool stuff. Hopefully get you guys excited as I am excited for the content. And you guys know how we do come football season. You know, it, another thing that's becoming more and more apparent is there's, there's not many like this show out there. Um, spearheaded by me, of course, but big shout out to the guys behind the scenes, Dom, Eric, Phil, uh, Alex. They're running a lot of the social media that you guys see. A lot of the clips that are being made is through them. You know, like we're doing, I'm working a full-time job here while creating the content, while doing a bunch of other things. And, I don't know if the success of the show would be where it's at if it wasn't for those guys. So I definitely want to give those guys a shout out and show them some love and give them their flowers. And you'll be seeing them on a, on a show in studio really, really soon. But I just wanted to take this time, man, to say thank you. You know, everyone, everyone that I've met in Vegas has been dope as fuck. Everybody that I've interacted with has been cool, super genuine. 
And even, even my friends back home, I feel like I've gotten closer with them too. And all that, well, with all that being said, I just, I'm just eternally grateful and, and uh, super proud of like everything that this has become and thankful to all of you that listen. So I, I would love for you guys to continue to listen, spread the word, tag us on social. It goes a long way. I, I always felt like the best cosign to anything has always been word to mouth. Anything I've ever consumed, anything I've ever watched, listened to, it's always been like, yo, bro, you know what? I think you would like this show. I think you would like this episode on this podcast. Even if it's a podcast that I don't even fuck with at all. I really don't listen to any podcasts. Like all my podcasts, consumptions, it's gotten lower and lower through the years. It's just because I've become so busy, but also it's very guest dependent. And for you guys to consistently come and, and listen to this program, it means a lot to me. And again, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I'm eternally grateful to all of you. So I do want to get to some topics in this episode for sure, because there are a lot of things that I want to break down. Earlier this week, I got really upset when the news came out that DeAndre Hopkins went to the Tennessee Titans. Man, what a buzzkill. I almost would have preferred him going to New England, truthfully. Because I don't get it with Tennessee. It made more sense for him to go to New England if we were looking at the two teams that actually inquired and met with DeAndre Hopkins. It was the New England Patriots and the Tennessee Titans. Both of them shit at quarterback. You guys know it's it's Mitt Jones. It's not even Mac. He is does not do it for me. I don't think that team is any good. If it wasn't for Bill Belichick, if it wasn't for Bill Belichick, you'd be looking at this team as potentially the worst team in the league. And I know how bad Arizona is expected to be. And I know how bad the, ah, you know what? It's not fair with the Texans because they got a new guy at quarterback. They got a new regime over there. So it's a wait and see with them. But, you know, they do have one of the lowest win totals in the entire NFL for a reason. I, I've already made the bet on the New England Patriots to have the worst record in football at 20 to 1. I, I think there is a case to be made that, from from a value standpoint, I think they're like the fifth worst team in the NFL. So it, it's it's them, Tampa Bay, Houston. Um, who's the other one we were just talking about? The Cardinals, maybe even the Rams. Right, we'll get to the Rams in a future episode as we record some NFC West stuff. But going back to DeAndre Hopkins, I don't get it, dude. Why would you want to? Obviously, we know why. It's because of the money, right? But it was more guaranteed. It was more upfront. It was, it was less incentive based for DeAndre Hopkins to go there. But he said something that was super interesting that I want to read what was said by DeAndre Hopkins when he made the decision to go to the Tennessee Titans. And it was just, uh, it was just weird, weird to, to see. So this is from at my sports update, Ari, Mirov said, here's what DeAndre Hopkins said he was looking for in his next NFL team. Stable management, a QB who loves the game, a great defense because defense wins championships. After searching for several weeks, he lands with the Tennessee Titans and returns to the AFC South. Okay, so it's cap. Stable management, yeah, you know what? I think that's the only one that's accurate on this list especially if you factor in how good Mike Rabel is. We, we love Mike Rabel here on the podcast. This dude has gone over his win total every single year 
but one, which was last year, which we said our favorite bet going into the NFL season last year, if we had an unlimited bankroll, a 150-unit play was the under on the Tennessee Titans at nine and a half wins. They ended up going under nine and a half wins. But a QB who loves the game, who is the quarterback? Is it Ryan Tannehill? Is it Will Levis? Is it Malik Willis? A lot of question marks over there. A great defense because defense wins championships. Yeah, yeah, they ha- they do have a really good defense, and I think a lot of that. I think Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel, and Brian Dable have a lot of similarities, where they're two guys that get their teams to play way better than they should. Like Brian Dable in the NFC is the AFC version of Mike Vrabel, and then vice versa, right? Let's say let's give the flowers to Mike Vrabel because he's been doing it longer. But dude, you're talking about two teams where both the head coaches are making their team play way better than they should be playing. Like you look at the rosters, those aren't teams that should be fighting for a division or fighting for a playoff with those guys at the helm. And that's what you're seeing. So stable management, I'll give them that. But nowadays, bro, you need to have a quarterback to win championships. This a great defense because defense wins championships. You know who had a great defense last year? Philadelphia Eagles. They had a 10-point lead in the Super Bowl. You know who was on the other side of that? Patrick Mahomes, a great quarterback. So, yeah, uh, defense wins championships. I don't know if that's true anymore, bro. Not not in this version of the NFL in 2023 and, and moving forward, the way passing has become so unbelievable. The way passing now is everything. The way every team needs to have an alpha wide receiver making north of $25 million in order for you to be a successful organization. DeAndre Hopkins going to the Tennessee Titans is like, mm, it would have been way cooler and even better for him. And I think he was a perfect fit for Kansas city. I've been saying how he should go to Kansas city. Dude, you've made so much money in the league already. Do you really want to win a championship? Obviously you want to get your bag, right? Like get your bag, but there were ways that Kansas city could have, had it incentive based the way Odell did with the Rams, the way a lot of players have done. They've taken less money up front, but they get these incentives that all they got to do is stay healthy and they'll be able to hit them. And again, it's the NFL, right? So we never know if a player, a player could be Mr. Stable. And then all of a sudden gets one injury and now he's injury prone. We've made the case for that in the past for a bunch of guys too. So to me, I just think it was such a buzzkill. I was playing FIFA, been playing a lot of FIFA. But I was playing FIFA, and then I got the alert on my phone that D-Hop signed with the Titans, and I was just like, oh, that's whack. And then I went back. You know, it was kind of just, it was very underwhelming. But nowadays, we'll see what happens. I should say because nowadays you need to have an alpha wide receiver, and Tennessee's been needing that since A.J. Brown left the Tennessee Titans, which leads me to my next point that has been just everyone's been obsessing over this entire week we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I have been waiting for this for a very, very long time. And I want to take this time to thank all of you, the listeners of Veterans Minimum, we have finally found a home, and that home is Alpha Book. Alpha Book will be the official sponsor, betting sponsor of the Thursday show, UFC previewing a lot of the bets going down every weekend. As you guys know, we do have a Patreon and a Discord where we give out a lot of the UFC plays week in and week out. And through social media, the power of social media, through all of you, truthfully, honestly. You guys listening to the show, promoting it. We got more eyes on the show than ever before. And I'm super grateful for that. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, but we got in touch with Alpha Book. They got in touch with us for all the great work that we do and some of the picks that we do for the UFC. And they partnered up with us, man. They're a sponsor of the show. You guys know the degenerate that I am. I've always wanted to have a betting sponsor and one that is ours. And we got one. So before we continue with our following segment to end the show, talking a little NFL football. I want to talk about Alpha Book. Alpha Book is the number one sports book for UFC and martial arts. And you know how we get down when it comes to UFC and martial arts. Not only are we a uh, blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu or lamb jitsu, pod jitsu, as I like to say, we know what we're talking about. And UFC has helped open up a lot of doors for me personally to get my foot in the door at a lot of places and a lot of interviews. And then from there, we'll let them know that, hey, man, we kind of know this NFL shit, too. So Alpha Book is the number one sports book for UFC and martial arts. And they reached out and they're going to be the sponsor for the Thursday show every week. And we'll be talking about some of the fights coming up, mainly the main events and full pay-per-view breakdowns like we've done in the past whenever there's a big card. Actually, next weekend is going to be a banger of a card. Poirier, Gaethje, two for the BMF title. But before we get to that, let's finish up with some love to Alpha Book. Promo code VM50. When you guys go to deposit, use the promo code VM50. They will match a hundred percent of your deposit up to $100. And when you use the promo code VM50, they're going to give you an extra $50 free bet. We told them that we wanted a little bit more than what they offered and they applied. Alpha book has been great. It's been great talking with them and getting to know them. And they're going to give an extra $50 on top of the hundred dollar match bonus. When you make a deposit on alpha book. So head on over there promo code VM50, and they will match your $100 initial deposit and give you an extra $50. That's what we do for you guys, and hopefully we could convert that into some cash this weekend, which leads me into this 
leads me into this fight night. Tom Aspinall coming back after just about, I think, almost a year to the day that this dude had a gruesome, gruesome injury in the octagon, main eventing a London card against Curtis Blades. I think 15, 16, 15 or 16 seconds into it, dude uh, blew out his knee, and they had to stop the fight, and now he's back. And he's in a main event against Marcin Tybora. And for me, as you look at this line, one 19 favorite for Tom Aspinall, 4.30 for Marcin Tabora, close to a three to one dog. Uh, these are European odds, decimal odds. So they, you can use the odds converter and it will show you exactly what it is on the uh, American odds that we like to use. But a little bit about Tom Aspinall in 15 fights in his career as a pro, none of them have seen the judges. 15 up, 15 down, either in win or a loss, those fights have ended early. And that's what I'm looking at this weekend. I think Tom Aspinall is a future champion in the heavyweight division. I've been really high on Tom Aspinall for a while. He checks a lot of the boxes that I look for in fighters. If you're a fighter, unless you are A++ in one particular thing, I like guys being balanced. My favorite fighter of all time is GSP. George St. Pierre was a guy who I like to say was A- everywhere. Alexander Volkanovsky now. We saw him a couple weeks ago. A minus everywhere. He's great everywhere. And that's the kind of fighter that I like. I think Tom Aspinall is that, which is rare to see in the heavyweight division. Usually you'll have a power puncher, knockout artist, but he's also really good on the ground too. But for this one, I'm looking at Tom Aspinall by knockout. You get that at minus 145, which is what the, the 1.69 decimal, the European odd system is. I think he wins by knockout. I think he gets a knockout in either the first or the second round. I do not see this fight going the distance because none of his fights go the distance. And Tybora has been on a little bit of a streak now, but this is a massive step up for him as well. And I think this is a big spot. And I think the the emotion of the London crowd is going to get behind Tom Aspinall. Uh, I think right now, as I look at the landscape of the UFC, I think he's the only potential British champion that the, the, the London is London. England is going to be able to have, obviously we know about Leon Edwards, but I'm saying other potential champions. I think he's the only one. And you know, John Jones, how many more fights does he have? I think it's Stipe and then it's a wrap, but Tom Aspinall is lurking. $10 returns you $16 and 90 cents. If you take him to win by knockout, that's what my first official play for alpha book is going to be and the play that we're giving out for this podcast. And then as you look at the rest of the card, I'm actually looking at something interesting. If you do a all British fighter parlay, you get plus 151 on Aspinall, Nathaniel Wood, and Meatball Molly McCann, who's making her return after a pretty brutal loss to Aaron Blanchfield back in November. Uh, not brutal for us because we were on Aaron Blanchfield by finish and by submission. But you get an all British fighter parlay. You take the last three fights on the card. You take McCann, Wood, and Aspinall. Parlay that plus 151. I think we'll make that one of the official plays for this episode. And you guys know I love my props. And you know especially I love my submission props. Molly McCann's opponent, Stoliarenko, plus 360 by submission. I really like that one too because she's a submission artist. And she is known for her armbar. And at plus 360, I think that's the only way she could win. She's not beating Molly on the scorecards. It is not happening. Every punch that a British fighter is going to throw, 
this weekend, it's going to sound like the English national team scored a goal at a World Cup. They're going to be going ballistic. The London cards are always super popping. So I'm looking at Soliorenko. If she, if you are on Soliorenko, I think you got to take her by submission at plus 360. So that's what we got this week with Alpha Book. Once again, they are the number one sports book for UFC and martial arts, and they partnered up with Veterans Minimum. Thanks to a lot of you guys. Use the promo code VM50, and they will give our followers of the show, you legends, $50 to bet on sports, whenever it might be. The initial deposit, they're going to match it up to $100, and you get $50 VM50 at the promo code. Go show them some love. Show us some love. Let us know that you're playing on there. We'll repost it. We'll tag you. And yeah, let's win us some cash. Why is everybody so confused? Why are people going crazy this week with what's happening with the NFL running back? Why doesn't anybody listen? Let's start with Saquon Barkley first because this one really hits home. I had a lot of people hit me up about Saquon Barkley. And they all said, like, man, it sucks. He's not going to be at camp. Can you believe he's not going to be at camp? He's holding out, bro. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, yeah, morning to you. Morning to you, legends. Did I not say this when he first got tagged? Did I not say this during the NFL season last year? This is what happens with this position in football. It's the most unique position in all of sports when it comes to how good a player is and his contract. The guys that we're going to talk about in this next segment to, to drive home this point, these are some of the best players in the league at their position. But they're playing a position nowadays that people just don't fuck with like they used to. The game has changed. Now it's you want to pay the wide receiver because the quarterback is so important and it's a passing league. So now you need the wide receiver to be an alpha where not too long ago, you needed a stud running back. And there are some really good running backs in the NFL. But staying with Saquon Barkley, have y'all not been listening to what I've been saying? This is what happens with this position. This is what was going to happen with Josh Jacobs. This is what was going to happen with Tony Pollard. This is what was going to happen with Saquon Barkley because it happens with every single running back when it's time for them to get paid or they get franchised when they get franchise tagged or if they, it's the last year on their contract. They're all going to hold out. And yeah, no shit. That's what you're going to do. That's what you should do. I've said this in the past. There is not a position in all of professional team sports that I am more hypocritical on than the running back. If you're a running back, do what Saquon Barkley's doing. Do what Josh Jacobs is doing. Hold out. Get your money by any means. Where I'm hypocritical is I wouldn't want to pay a running back. It's been the case for many, many years now. Are they easily replaceable? No, but it's easier to replace a running back than it is Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams or Cooper Cub. Take away those guys from their offenses. See what happens. Take away Travis Kelsey from the Chiefs. See what happens. Take away Jamar Chase from the Bengals, see what happens. Well, th that's a bad example because they got, you know, T. Higgins is a stud wide receiver too. Take away that alpha wide receiver from a team. Take away A.J. Brown from Philly. What was Philly before he got there? We said it last year. There was not a better signing an NFL team made 
in the offseason than A.J. Brown going to the Philadelphia Eagles or trade, whatever, acquisition. There was not a better one than that. That's how valuable the wide receiver is because it opens up everything else. Whereas the running back, dude, the Chiefs won a Super Bowl with a seventh-round pick dominating the backfield for them. Joe Mixon got paid a couple of years ago. They came to him immediately 18 months later, and they're like, yo, bro, we're going to need you to restructure. Austin Eckler, back-to-back years, leads the NFL in touchdowns, can't get a contract. Saquon Barkley, the most important player on the New York Giants offense, can't get another contract, doesn't get extended, gets tagged. He's going to make north of $10 million. Dope, dope, but no security. Josh Jacobs leads the NFL in rushing yards, no contract. So, yeah, them holding out is not a surprise. We, we knew this was coming. We've been saying it. This is what happens. Kamara had threatened to do this. Derrick Henry had threatened to do this. There's been many guys in the past that they'll hold out. Larry Johnson going back to his time with Kansas City, super throwback. That's what happens, bro. And that's when they used to, that's when the running back used to be like, holy shit, I got a stud running back. But nowadays, you saw what happened with Le'Veon Bell when his contract was coming up. And he said, yo, y'all not going to extend me? I'm going to sit out. And he came out recently and said it was a big mistake that I made. Like, yeah, no shit, bro. Sorry for you to take a year off anything and then come back and be at that same level. Excuse me. So for me, it's not a surprise what's happening with the running backs at all. We've been saying that this was the case. We were saying that this was going to happen. What do I think ultimately happens? I think these guys are going to get their money. When? I don't know. But we've seen it in the past where dudes go into a season and they'll, the season would have started and they're not there yet. Or it'll be right before that, like, right before that first week that they'll go and they'll sign. But you're looking at dudes like Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard. Dude, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook got released. They paid him a couple years ago. And Dalvin Cook is a top five running back in the league. You don't think Nick Chubb is going to go through some shit like this too? Eventually? And bro, this is what this is what happens all the time. These that position, they draft you, they run you into the ground, and when it's time for you to get paid, they're like, mm, nah. Nah. And how many first round running backs have you seen in the last decade? A handful? 10? 10 maybe? There's 32 picks a year. It's a position that's not easily replaceable, but it's easier to replace that player than it is a lot of other positions on the field. And then when you go into the analytics of it, over the last 10 years in the NFL, the average salary for the running back on the Super Bowl winning team is under $3 million. And now you're looking at these guys that want to get north of 12 to 13, 14 million. And they're worth it. Their their value as a player worth it. But how the game has changed, it's just not the case anymore. It's sad, but like Cam and May say, it is what it is. With all that being said, thank you all for listening. This is the longest I've done a solo show in a very long time. I would like to get some feedback. Let me know what you guys think of this. I want to start implementing some solo stuff too to get a couple of more things off my chest 
and to be able to rant a little bit too. So at Nick Deus 10 is where you can find me, veteransminimum.com to find all things VM. Big ups to Alpha Book, big ups to patreon.com slash veteransminimum, and big ups to all of you listening. Super grateful, super excited. I'll catch you guys next time. I'm a gold medalist, bronze like your medalist. So many deer in headlights, but it's bedtime. Hear that supper bell, main course, beat a venison. Dab. Most dangerous game. Either kill or be killed.